Justin Brent has a mission to help people understand the benefits of microdosing with psilocybin. Today, I'm talking with Justin about uh, all the different benefits that we've found with psilocybin microdosing, but mainly to talk about Justin's company, Redwood Micro, and the compound that he has found. So Justin mixes uh, psilocybin mushrooms with, uh, I think, about eight different superfoods and mushrooms to create this beautiful compound that has been well adopted in Mexico and has finding benefits that we couldn't even imagine. Uh, I'm really excited to talk with Justin about his journey with microdosing, with plant medicines, and with this passion that he has. Sometimes we need a weird friend to talk about this kind of esoteric stuff with, so we're not seeming so weird and we don't feel so weird. Well, today, Justin and I are your weird friends. Hope you enjoy the conversation. But first, a message from our sponsor. Our healing journey can be difficult and might feel lonely at times. That's why I love sound baths. When we can get together in a community, we intrinsically support and feel supported by others. And that combined energy can help us go deeper into our own healing journeys. And all you have to do is just lay there for one hour and listen to beautiful healing sounds. I'm a sound healing practitioner, and I hold sound baths on a regular basis in the greater Seattle area. You can find my next sound baths on my website at adamrealhealing.com. That's Adam, A-D-A-M, real, R-I-E-H-L, healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G.com. AdamRealHealing.com. Your healing is worth your time. And now an uninterrupted podcast with Justin Brent. All right, welcome back. Uh, today I'm talking with Justin Brent. Uh, Justin is a, a friend that was introduced to me by a past guest, Heather Henninger. Um, today we're going to talk about microdosing, um, different styles of microdosing, uh, mainly talking about psilocybin uh, microdosing, but we'll probably you know, venture into a couple different op- opportunities of different compounds. Um, Justin um, is a psychological background, but he's got a, a website, uh, Redwood Micro, and micro is spelled with a Y, not an I. And uh, Justin's on this beautiful mission to share information about the benefits of microdosing. Uh, but also Justin has come up with his own compound of microdosing that can, uh, combines you know, psilocybin mushrooms uh, with different other types of mushrooms, uh, non-hallucinogenics. And so uh, and ha- has had a lot of success with this product. Um, he's in Mexico right now, and he's been able to get this product into eight doctor's offices, which is phenomenal um, that doctors are actually suggesting and, and, and referring this to their clients now in, in Mexico. Um, and, you know, personally, I've, and I've talked about this in my podcast before, but I've been microdosing for a number of years, um, both micro and macro. And, um, and the microdosing for me has been one of those things that just as soon as I started uh, utilizing this compound, my body reacted in a very positive way. And, uh, and since then, it's like, hey, man, uh, do you know about microdosing? Let's talk about it. Hey, do you know about microdosing? You know, I'm just, I'm the, one of the biggest advocates for it because, you know, when the things that, that really help us and the things that save our lives, we're going to become the biggest advocates for that. So like for me, meditation, yoga, and plant medicines, if you want, if you want some kind of solution for me, I'm going to probably direct you to one of those, you know? Uh, so Justin, uh, I'm so excited to chat with you about this. Thank you so much for your time and, uh, coming to us from Tulum, Mexico. I'm getting a lot of people from Tulum. I think that's a, the sign that I need to be in Tulum. Yeah, man. Yeah, brother. Well, I appreciate you. Thanks for the intro. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to chatting with you as well. And, and yeah, Tulum is obviously, you know, become a, a, a spot of a lot of a lot of talk in the last years. Um, for me, I ended up here um, after a, a month long vacation that I came here and and realized and kind of trans transformed my life and, and brought it down here from this this vacation 
but but it started with yeah with this this microdosing business this the psilocybin microdosing yeah business and basically it's um it's something I started a, a couple of years ago and yeah it's redwood micro is the is the name and it's it's essentially it's it's two things it's mainly it's a mission it's a it's a movement redwood micro is an actual movement of of knowledge and information and and my mission is basically to spread the knowledge and the information that comes from from mushrooms the, the wonderful world of mushrooms and not even just talking about psilocybin but just talking about mushrooms in general and and obviously psilocybin has kind of become the the star of the of the show because of what's going on in the world and and how it's opening up and people are truly realizing and and seeing the power of, of psilocybin and yeah like you said if someone comes to me with a problem it's going to be plant medicine yoga or meditation and <laughs> you know it sounds like a, a broken record but but it's it's real and you know I, at, at some point you know I'm I'm truly believing that everything can be cured by one of those three things or a combination of them you know in some form and yeah you know, it's, it's, it's really, uh, everyone's own personal journey. You know, it's like you said, the journey into to your own personal soul. Right. And I think that's, that's the, the beauty of this, this, this medicine is that it is your personal journey. It's yeah. curated to you, your psyche, the, what you're trying to accomplish. And so, you know, like with, uh, you know, I've, I've utilized, you know, different hallucinogenic compounds for my entire life. A lot of those years were very irresponsibly in my younger years. You know, yeah. but I think, you know, you know, we're drawn to these medicines in certain kind of ways, even if we're not fully understanding the, the, the impact of these medicines. Exactly. And, uh, you know, so set and setting is definitely one of those big things, even with microdosing, you know, the, the setting your intention with what you're, yeah, with micro, yeah, trying to, you know, set your intention. What, what are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to um, utilize this medicine for? And when we have intentions and we, we, we respect the medicine, you know, there's so much more that this medicine can offer us than I'm just going to, you know, take a handful of mushrooms and look at the wall for an hour. Exactly. You know, and, and that's one of the things that, that I kind of, you know, I, I put more emphasis, you know, when I have consultations or I'm meeting with a new potential client or, or customer. And when you talk to a lot of people about microdosing, like, oh yeah, I tried microdosing. I tried it. Yeah. I took, I took a, you know, I took a little bit and went on a hike and it was great. And and, you know, you get a lot of, a lot of responses of that where mm -hmm. people are, you know, telling you, oh, they did it. And, and like you said, it, it is a lot about intention and, and even with microdosing, maybe even more so with microdosing, because when you, when you talk about microdosing, you're talking about a, a regular intake of, of a medicine. So you're not, this isn't just a one-off, you know, you go have your time with a, a medicine and, and leave. You're, you're essentially cultivating a relationship with this medicine that's on a, a regular basis, you know, a deep connection with this medicine. That's, that's not just a one, one time and, and, and leave, but it's, you're bringing this medicine into your life on a, on a, you know, regular, regular basis. You're, you're developing a much more intimate and, and deep relationship where you might not even realize it, but you're opening yourself up and showing yourself in a way that you've, you've not done. Hmm. And, and these medicines, they can sense that, you know, and, and I think with mushrooms specifically, you know, as we know, mushrooms are extremely intelligent, you know, have, have extremely intelligent properties and communication properties. And they're actually able to communicate with one another. And, and that's one of the reasons that I think um, when you, when you're microdosing and you bring this commitment and intention to, 
you know, I want to develop a relationship with this medicine to, to truly heal hmm. that those medicines know and they can feel it and sense it. And, and basically you've done half of the work at that point by committing to that and then allowing the medicines to then go in. And like you said, they can, they'll, that's when your personal journey begins is when you actually start to take the medicine because the medicine can search and find things that you don't even realize is happening in your body or your, your mind. And, and that's when we're really getting the healing, you know, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. That's, that, you know, the, the, the messages and the, the gifts that I've gotten from uh, the mushrooms is, you know, since I started, you know, regularly using these, yeah. it's, you know, like you said, it, it is a relationship and it's a, it's a mutual respect, yeah. you know, and that's, so when you set that intention and, and you, you choose to take this medicine into you and you have the intention that the, the mushroom hears that and it's like, cool, okay, yeah. we're working towards this, right? This is a, exactly. this is a goal we're working towards. Let's figure out how to do this. A hundred percent. So why don't we, uh, why don't we start off by just actually defining microdosing, right? So yeah. in, in case people don't understand what microdosing Perfect. is. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a great, so basically microdosing is, is the, I guess the, the regular intake. And I say regular, this isn't daily, but the regular intake of a, a psychedelic, plant medicine, you know, psychedelic medicine, mainly psilocybin and LSD are kind of the big that have been studied. There are definitely studies with ayahuasca and, and with, um, I know people here in Mexico that, that microdose bufo, you know, really? MT wow. that have started to, um, you know, on a, a super, I'm not sure exactly how that works. I think it starts to get a little bit faded when you start to get into something that's hard because microdosing really comes down to dosage. So right. if you're not able to really properly measure the dose, it kind of starts to get away from the microdosing. And, and that's another thing that I tell people that microdosing is a specific dose and it's got to be you know, below threshold. It's actually 10% of threshold dose for, mm. for any substance is technically a microdose. Okay. Threshold dose is anywhere from point. 0.75 from psilocybin threshold dose is anywhere from 0.75 grams or 750 milligrams to 1.5 grams. Okay. So that would mean basically that any given person at 0.75 grams, that's threshold. That's when you're going to feel the physical effects of this, this substance, no matter your weight, your diet, whatever, you know, that's, that's the kind of minimum threshold. Hmm. So then you look at 10% of that, that's 75 or 0.075 grams, which is, you know, generally the low end of a microdose, 75 milligrams, 50 milligrams, somewhere in there up to 150. You do see 200 milligram microdosing. I think it depends on the, on the strain of mushrooms. I personally believe if you've got, um, a, a strong genetic and a, a, a properly cultivated psilocybin mushroom that, 100 milligrams is is a is a very sufficient microdose and you shouldn't need much more you know you don't want to feel it the idea is you're, you're taking a, a high quality medicine but you're not feeling it and I, I say you don't want to feel it I don't want to say you don't feel anything at all because that kind of also gives people a little bit of a, a miss you know a mystery because there is a feeling, but it's not a, you know, you don't feel high. You know, the idea is you're, you're taking this for focus, for your energy, for presence. So basically to get 
all of the benefits that someone is going to try to get out of one of these deep ceremonies or deep journeys, but without having to necessarily go and commit to, you know, a weekend of, you know, having someone come and watch your pets or go on a trip, (laughs) spend a ton of money to go on a trip and, and meet someone that can provide us with this medicine in its true setting. You know, microdosing is allowing functional humans in, in this day and age to be able to, yeah, to be able to have a relationship with this plant medicine and feel the support of, of this medicine without having to, to leave their day to day. You know, we, we can't all leave to go into the jungle and, and do these ceremonies and some people can't at all. Right. But that doesn't mean that they don't still very much need the, the help of this medicine and, and desire, hmm. you know, but, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, we've got to, we've got to make it a little more accessible and yeah. also take the fear. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I want to emphasize also the, the dosage size, you know, and that's, that's yeah. so important. Um, I, I have a, a friend of mine, so, uh, <laughs> I have a friend of mine that was microdosing, uh, about a year or so ago. And, uh, and when I was talking to her about it, she's like, I was like, well, you know, what dosage do you have? And she's like, well, I don't know. I just break off a little part of a cap yeah. and I eat that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And that's, you know, I hear that from a lot of people. And yeah. then, uh, but one time, uh, not too long after we had that conversation, I got a phone call from this person and I'm like, Hey, how's it going? She's like, Adam, something's wrong. I've been standing in the aisle of Fred Meyer for 20 minutes and I can't decide between ultra soft or ultra strong toilet paper. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, girl, you need to stop just breaking off caps way out what you're microdosing. You've taken too much, you know, just put them both down and walk away, go home and yeah. we'll figure this out. You know, so, you know, with, with caps, you know, there's densities, there's all this stuff, oh, yeah. stuff that goes into it that, you know, if you have the ability to weigh it out or get something that's already pr- currently weighed out for you, like one of the compounds you have, then, exactly. then it's a more exact experiment, right? Because then, it, then it's an actual medicine. If we're just kind of, you know, guessing and checking, it's like, oh, that feels like about right today. Then we're not really getting that consistency of that so, dosage. You know, and, and that's, that's huge because all of the studies, all of the millions, the hundreds of millions of dollars that have been dumped into the psilocybin studies now through Johns Hopkins, through, you know, the um, London United College, there's, there's, a handful of huge studies. They're not studies based off of just random amounts. These are very specific dosages and, and we can't, we can't progress if we don't have set amounts and, and we can't say this is the dose for this. And this is the dose for that. Right. And it is hugely important that the dose is consistent and, and regular and, you know, so dose, and then kind of that can segue into the protocols. Right. Which is a whole other thing that people may be taking the right dose, but they're, it's like, oh yeah, you know, I'll, I, I'll take one when I have, you know, every sat every other Saturday when I've got, you know, some time to go on a hike. And, and that's another kind of common misconception with microdosing is that it's, it's like a mini high and a mini trip and that you've got to still need your time to go and, you know, have your, your ceremony, it's just going to be lighter. And and that's not the idea. The idea of microdosing is you take it and you go about your normal day, right? You go to work, you eat, you have your meetings, you, you, you meet with your boss, you have your stressful moments, you have your intense anxiety, you, you have all of your feelings, but you've got the support of, of this medicine that's able to help you work through these feelings. And that's when you can see the benefits. You're not going to see the benefits if you're out 
on a beautiful hike, you're not going to probably run into a situation where you feel anxiety or impatient and, or anger or rage. And, you know, you're, you're able to control it, you know, after, after microdosing for two to three weeks is generally when people start to realize that they react different and they realize that something's benefiting them because they go into a situation that normally drives them crazy or makes you know stresses them out makes them scream mm-hmm. and they're whoa i'm i'm okay right now i'm yeah. calm I'm, i feel okay about this situation and, and normally every time i walk into this this person's office or this person's room i'm immediately stressed out but right now i'm i'm controlling these feelings and and that's when you know people realize it and that's why it's so important to emphasize dose and protocol because that's where the studies are and right. that's, that's where the benefits truly come. Yeah, definitely. And there, you know, what, what were you just, you were just saying about, um, you know, being the witness of your emotions instead of being caught yeah. up in them. I think that was one of the first things that, uh, both breath work and, uh, microdosing really helped me with, you know, for, for a long time, actually be, even before I found microdosing, uh, you know, breath work was one of the first things I found that really helped me okay. and find peace. And, uh, but it was when I, I used to be a restaurant manager. So, you know, dealing with stressful situations all the time. Yeah. And, and uh, I remember it was about two years into my, uh, maybe about a year into my yoga, uh, yoga journey. And, and I was getting yelled at by a guest. There was something wrong with their food, blah, 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 <laughs> you know, pretty typical stuff. And yeah, yeah. instead of my, my anxiety rising and I could feel my heartbeat typically, you know, I felt like I was present because I was mm-hmm. breathing and I was with them yeah. and I was present with them, you know, and, and having these moments now, um, you know, experience in microdosing, you know, even though like I, 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 I'm an energy worker, I do sound baths. I live in a, you know, a very peaceful world for all, you know, intents and purposes, but there's still triggers. There's still stressors around us. You know, I have two kids, I have a fiance, you know, we're, we're still householders in this world. And so, but feeling those, those moments when I would typically fall into my anxiousness or my depressiveness or my overthinking, you know, witnessing those emotions and being able to look at and be like, Oh, I see what you're trying to come up. Okay, look, cool. Let's okay. Now we're going to breathe through this. Yeah. We're going to get back into a place where we're both proud of being. And yeah. I do can I do contribute that kind of clarity of mind and that 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 focus to microdosing and to being able to be the witness instead of being caught up in all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about uh, about this. And in the beginning, it was kind of confusing because I'm like, why am I thinking about anxiety? Why am I not just anxious? And then exactly. I realized it was finally like, oh, because I have I have the ability to either bring on that anxiety because sometimes yeah. it works, sometimes it needs to be there, but I also have the ability to be like, no, I think we got this. Yeah. And, and, and it's always going to be there. And that's, that's the other thing too. And that's what you have. That's what I try to tell people is like this, these medicines, you know, in micro, they don't, they don't remove this stuff out of your life. You, there's no, if, if you can show me a pill that completely <laughs> takes away all stress and anxiety in this life, I'll, I'll sell my soul for that. Right. I mean, <laughs> that, that that's, that's the one right there. You know, I've come up with a blend that can, can do some serious work on controlling, but you know, but yeah, we're still going to feel these things and we're still going to see them and they're still going to happen that that's never going to stop. But, but yeah, like you said, we're able to control it. And it's almost like, you're, you're like looking for the feeling of anxiety because you're used to it, or you're looking for that feeling of like rage because mm-hmm. you're used to it, but you don't feel it. Right. You actually feel calm. And, and, and at first it's confusing. You're like, wait, what's the, this is really strange. It almost seems too good to be true. It's like, this is wild, you know, because you really are able to, to see your emotions. And that's the first thing that 
people come to me, you know, week, two weeks, three weeks into their treatment is it's, it's incredible. I didn't even know that it was doing anything. I didn't think it was really working, but I stuck with the protocols and, and, and I, all of a sudden I, something clicked and I was in the, you know, I was in a, a grocery store and something happened normally would absolutely drive me nuts. And I completely was at ease or like, I didn't flip out on my mom when she called, you know, just kind of subtle things, but there are these subtle things that are coming up in our day to day. And, mm. and it's this, this learned pattern, you know, learned behavior patterns where we're, we're reacting not because of how we're feeling in that moment, but we're reacting because of how we've reacted to something like that for the last 30, 40, 50 years, however, however many years. So it's like, we're so accustomed to these, to these reactions that there's no way we can change it if we're not able to step away from it and, and see what's happening. And, right. and, you know, yeah, for me, microdosing, you know, psilocybin has, has been a, a huge tool for that. And then, and then it's obviously led to a, a ton of, ton more routes and roads of healing. And that's something that is just a, another benefit of microdosing is that yeah. it generally can segue into another form of healing. It'll open up a new practice. It'll allow you to get more into something you maybe started or you weren't able to focus too much into. Um, and, and it just goes from there. Yeah. You know? and, well, how did you, so, so you, you've obviously got a lot of uh, experience with microdosing. Uh, yeah. When did you, when did you choose to step away from just, just the psilocybin and start to look at different compounds to, to create what you've now created? So, I mean, it, it was, it was a whole process, you know, it started, I mean, the whole, the whole thing started from basically me after about 10 years of, you know, Western medicine and, and pharmaceuticals and for depression, anxiety, you know, the kind of standard, the standard list in my early, my late teens, all through my twenties. And, and I was tired of it all. I needed to, you know, I wanted to, I wanted a natural route, started with the psilocybin. And for me, the psilocybin, I immediately, like you said earlier, it was an immediate feeling of, wow, this is, this is very much doing something profound. I'm, I'm healing, I'm seeing something, but it was still missing something. I was still, I, I knew that there could be something more, you know? So I was being kind of the alchemist that I am and, <laughs> you know, having cultivated and, and been in cannabis for, for years, I basically just said, all right, I'm going to start growing my own mushrooms now. And I'm going to start blending. I'm going to start blending other mushrooms, other, other supplements, other vitamins, because I still, no matter what dosage of psilocybin I tried to find microdosing, I still got a feeling of anxiety when the medicine kind of went into my system. Mm. And coming from someone that has, I, I have an anxious mindset anyways, I've had anxiety, I've, I've dealt with this. For me, that was basically the main reason I was, I was microdosing in the first place which a lot of people are. So I, I, I didn't want that feeling of anxiety at all right. because I wanted to get rid of it completely. So I, I didn't see how it would serve me to feel a little bit more, you know, it was kind of this, Oh, you're going to feel anxiety as it's kind of working, but that's the medicine working. And, and I, I'm not saying that that's not true, but I personally started experimenting all for me and my own personal journey. And like for something that worked for me. So I was basically looking for, a personal blend 
of mushrooms that allowed me to get all of the positive benefits that I was getting from the psilocybin. So the, the focus, the energy, the, the good mood, the, the wanting to learn, the wanting to go outside, the clarity of thoughts, you know, but with zero anxiety. And I didn't want any feeling of the, you know, getting hit with the medicine, mm. you know, the feeling of, whoa, I need to like go sit down there. You know, it just hit me or something, you know, I, I wanted this to be as smooth of a compound as possible. So I started doing research and I started watching documentaries and, and studying mushrooms and finding the benefits of, of mushrooms and, and, and that there's actually mixes and there's blends of mushrooms that, for example, if you take reishi by itself, you, you're going to get a lot of benefits from this reishi, 100%. You're going to get the anti-immune, you're going to get the, the heart benefits, you're going to get the, the mental benefits. But if you then add lion's mane to this reishi, the lion's mane is actually going to pull out more benefits of the reishi. So you're stacking mushrooms. So each mushroom that you're then kind of putting on top of another one has the power of pulling more benefits out of the, the mushroom below. So, so you essentially, by combining, you know, these, this blend of, and it's a pretty standard blend of, of mushrooms, you know, this kind of seven, eight major reishi, lion's mane, turkey tail, maitake, royal sun, and uh, shiitake. Okay. And basically by blending those, you're, at that point, you're getting 100% of the benefits of all of this different mushrooms, mm. which you can't get by just taking each individual mushroom and you're just adding more communication. So for example, if you have a problem in your, in your foot, you have an infection that's starting in your foot and you don't even have any idea it's there. Mm -hmm. These mushrooms are able to actually detect and send signals to, to heal it before you even know that you have an issue to be healed. So wow. you're, so getting into, you know, things, I guess, um, you know, for further talk, but, but that's kind of how, how they work to even, um, defeat things like cancer, you know, where mushrooms are able to detect things that we aren't even able to detect with the highest technology that we have in, in hospitals. Yeah that mushrooms are able to detect things even before, before these machines. And isn't that, I mean, isn't that characteristic with mushrooms in general growing in the wild? Like they have that mycelium 100%. web and 100%. they, you know, yeah. And it's just, I'm, I'm just learning more about mycelium and, and all this different, the, the ways that the, the forest floors communicate and, oh, you know, incredible. just hearing how mushrooms kind of like can tell, can tell if a tree has too much, uh, too much sugar and it needs some of that yeah. taken away or it doesn't have enough sugar and then it can give it more. And it's kind of yeah. like, that that intermediate of like hey how you feeling okay cool you need some stuff cool we'll get you some stuff you know and it's like it's so damn smart you know Without and so yes it knows what you want that's the that's the beauty like you said it's it's so smart mm. and, and like you said yeah in, in the forest not only can it send signals hey this tree needs more sugar but it can actually sense um a type of sickness in let's say there's a specific species of pine tree mm-hmm uh, it's developing some kind of a, a sickness within that mushroom that's at the, let's say the, the mycelium network that's at the base and in the roots of that tree that has been detected as sick 
can, can send signals to all of the species of this pine tree to say, hey, we need to do something before you get the same sickness that this tree and, and all of these in this zone have gotten. So now we're gonna pump you full of you know, A, B, and C nutrients to prevent you from getting what we've already seen is happening over there. Wow. And it works the same in your body, you know, in, in your body, you have something over here. It's sending signals to heal it before, before we even know, before it gets to the point where it's, it's actually damaging before it gets there. So we're preventing things from happening before they're even happening by putting the mushrooms into our body and, and sending these kind of, you know, seekers, signals, trackers, and scanners, they basically are scanning our body and, and sending signals to, to other parts that can help it. Wow. That's, I, I, I'm in awe at the, 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 the brilliance. Incredible. Yeah. The, you know, just, and I think that's, that's one of the things with plant medicines in general, you know, there are, there are energetic medicines out there like ketamine and, and, uh, yeah. you know, MDMA and things like that. Uh, but you know, plant medicines, like they, they're natural, they grow from the earth, you know, and we're nature, you know, as much as we want to separate ourselves from nature, we are nature, we are animals, we're part of this, this world. And so when we can find these medicines that are grown in this world that, you know, work with our compounds and Jesus Christ, like it's, it's like that, you know, that medicine is put there and almost like, you know, the, the mushrooms are making this sacrifice to help humanity finally recognize its full potential, not being yeah. this capitalistic economic growth kind of thing, but this, you know, getting us back into nature, getting us back into understanding that like you are me, I am you, right? I'm, I'm everybody in this world, you know? And so when we can see everybody as ourselves, then that empathy and that compassion can grow. And then we don't want to wrong somebody just so we can get ahead. We're all trying to play this infinite game and, you know, maybe, sh you know, share the pie a little bit more instead of this finite game where, you know, if I win, that means somebody else has to lose. You know, if I have more of the pie, then somebody doesn't get as much pie, you know? And so when I, you know, that's what, that's one of the beautiful benefits that I I've seen from this is that it's, it's allowed me to really step into my humanity and, mm -hmm. and understand there's a place, uh, there's a balance between divinity and humanity and altruism and just finding that beautiful compound or the combination between all of that and living your life in the most balanced way that you can find instead of just like everything's for me and my family and everybody else get fucked. You know, it's like, yeah, we need exactly. to have, you know, have that, that mutuality of like, Hey, we're all in this, we're all in this together, you know? So, you know, it's funny you say that about the whole, this is me and my family. And, and, and it's real, you know, you, you see it so much with people with like their property. You know, if you step foot on someone's grass, it's like, that's, that's my grass. This is my property. And it's like, you know, it's this whole, it's, it's, it's ours, right? It's, it's all the same. Yeah. You bought it, but you know, it, it's just this whole personal, personal property, mine, 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 this mentality of, you know, more, 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 mine, 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 yep. take, take. Um, and the U S is probably the most guilty of this, uh, you know, and, mm -hmm. and we need some of it, but, but at the same time, yeah, I think, you know, like I said, I believe nature is perfect, you know, as it is, obviously we're doing things to make it not perfect, but if right. you just, if you were to take everything away and leave nature as it is, it, by definition, it's perfect right. because it's, it is what it is. It was made, it grew there. It sprouted there that's there that's there that mountain is there that lake is there like it's all there no one put it there it's all there so by definition it has to be perfect mm -hmm. and, and the way that i look at it is if we're able to find compounds from this perfect nature that's been provided to us and yeah not everything is going to work for everyone and you you know people are going to 
try this substance and, and yeah, maybe their body, it doesn't work, but this works great. Right. You know, for some people, psilocybin microdosing isn't, isn't for them. They prefer LSD microdosing or, you know, some people prefer ayahuasca. Some people prefer DMT, mm-hmm. you know, it's, 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 it's personal. And, but the whole idea behind it and everyone that's seeking this path, everyone's seeking the same thing. Everyone's looking to feel good and, and feel happy within and from from within and, and feel good about themselves and their mission and their journey and, and be happy and content and share love. And the way I look at it is, you know, people can say what they're what they're doing it for, but if if you're on this plant medicine journey and and you're seeking these, you know, sometimes pretty crazy medicines that, you know, we, we seek and do some crazy things to our body. They're, they're the intention. It has to be real. It has to be there, you know, and, and if it is, how can it not work? I mean, you know, the, the, the commitment that, that we're putting and, and I even truly believe that, you know, being on a path like this, you know, it's a, a spiritual plant medicine, yogi path, if you will, we're doing a lot of, healing for other people you know what i mean and it's right. like because yeah we're not going to get the whole world to to jump on board uh meditation and yoga and plant medicine of course yeah but but if we could get a, a percentage you know that that would be enough yeah. to make an impact you know and there's actually and, a there's a there's a um uh, a rule wrapped up in quantum entanglement you know, so quantum entanglement roughly says like, you know, um, uh, so some of the tests in quantum entanglement is like, if you take a proton, uh, just like yeah. a single proton particle and split it up and one, let's say goes to Maine and one goes to Florida. If something yeah. happens to the one that goes to Maine, it's going to happen to the same thing in Florida or in, okay. and vice versa. Right. And so, um, so with, along with that rule and that law, I don't remember exactly where it fits in, but there's this, uh, this rule that basically states paraphrasing, but it's like, if you have a mass Right. And you have this big mass and 1% of that mass starts to move in another direction. Just 1%. All we need. And that's enough to take the rest of the mass to start moving in that direction as well. Right. And so, you know, you know, 1% of seven and a half billion people, that's not a lot of people. Right. And so we can get 1% of that mass of people starting to change their consciousness and starting to understand this, this new way of thinking. And, and, you know, slowly the rest of that mass will start to understand and adapt to it, you know, and start to move in that direction. And I think there's a beauty in that. There's so much beauty in that because it's a small percentage, right? It just takes, it takes the consciousness, the knowledge of, uh, and then there's one more thing I I wanted to mention. Um, there's a, uh, I'm not sure if you, uh, heard this name, but Dr. Zach Bush, he's a great, uh, great human being. He's, uh, 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 been been getting out on the circuit a lot, just preaching his word. He's got a great, great message. He's an oncologist, uh, okay. uh, works with a bunch of different like plant medicines, cancer research. Um, he does delivery, baby delivery, all kinds of stuff. But he's a just oh. the way that he approaches life is really interesting. But he was um, he was talking about um, the 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 individual property of a human being and mm-hmm. how uh, the, it's a metaphor. But metaphorically speaking, you can say the first the first case of cancer was, was, uh, was noticed when the first person put a fence around their place and said, this is mine. So just like you were saying earlier, get off my property. This is my property. You know, cancer is the, the idea that I'm the only cell left. 
right? All the other cells stop talking to me. So I think I'm the only cell left. So and I got to build everything that I can because I got to keep this body alive. And that's where tumors start happening. Right. And so like, as soon as we put a fence around our property and said, get out, this is my property, you know, metaphorically speaking, that's the initial point of cancer starting, you know? Exactly. It's like, it's basically putting a blockade as opposed to doing the work to prevent it from coming in. Right. It's like, all right, I'm just going to put this concrete wall and I'm just going to lay down and not do anything. Or you can do the work to build the concrete wall yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, you, you hit it because, you know, I talk about this all the time, you know, with, with, with the combination, you know, the, the plant medicine, the yoga, the meditation, it's, it's all this recipe to construct basically a fortress, you know, of, of a body to where, you know, you're, you know, it's not that like, you know, I don't want to say that I'm, I'm not, a, I don't get sick or anything like that. I have, a, you know, you're not becoming a superhero, but, but yeah, you, you, you take away the, the restriction of your body and, and allow yourself to flow more. And if you're flowing, everything is going to be flowing. You're not going to have stagnant energy. And I personally believe that's when sicknesses happen is when energy becomes stagnant, mm-hmm. whether it's in our body, whether it's because we're not working out, whether it's because we're not eating right, or we, we've stopped our yoga, we've, we've done this or that. But as soon as we start to become stagnant with anything, with, with our diet, with our energy, with our breath, with our, our physical work, I think it gives time that that's when these things, that's when these sicknesses, mental or physical can, can become because we're not moving. Right. And that's I mean, move, like go run. I just mean moving yes. energetically, moving, moving our mind, moving our thoughts, moving our energy. And yeah, maybe that means even if it, you could sit there and meditate and move your energy and that's fine. It doesn't mean you've got to go on a two hour run or do crazy. Oh, I can't, I can't, I'm not flexible. I can't, you know, it's the, that's when you hear a lot with, with the yoga, the right. excuse, I'm flexible, you know, and it's like, it's like, I'm too dirty to take a shower. It's like, no, you're exactly. not, that's fine. You're, no, you'll be no, all right. It's, there's a saying to that's That's what the saying is every day you need to meditate for five minutes. If you don't have time, meditate for an hour. <laughs> and it's perfect. It's perfect. I love that. Because it's like, yeah, if you don't think you have time to meditate for five minutes in a day, then yeah, you need to do a lot more meditation. <laughs> you've got to figure out how to make that time because, you know, it's, it's, it's real. There's, yeah. That's the reality, though, is that the majority of people, they five minutes of, of meditation in their day and no way. Yeah. You know, no way. Their day is, they, they're not going to be able to do this, this, or miss that. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, it's not saying that everyone needs to you know, I'm not, I'm not running a Timothy Leary tune in, turn on, drop yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, it, but more just, um, you know, yeah, I think, I think as a, as a whole, we definitely need to slow down a little bit, uh, the, the, you know, society and, and I think we're in that one, we're in that period where we're, we're getting closer to that 1%. You can feel the movement happening, you know, right. you feel the, you, you'll, you feel it. It's kind of, you know, it seems to be kind of three steps. You know, what is it? One step forward, two steps, two back. steps back. Yep. That's kind of how it's been with this. But now it seems to be maybe two steps forward, one back. Yep. Making some, you know, some good progress. More forward than back. And it, it feels good. You know, I personally, the way that I'm going about this mission and, and journey with, with my business and the microdosing, I'm not even taking into account 
the, the status or any any of the legalization at all, you know. And for for that reason, I came to Mexico because I didn't want to have to do any hiding or or you know sneaking around because I saw how profound this medicine was. I need I knew that I needed to go somewhere where I could shout at the top of a roof about microdosing and I could walk into you know um, doctors' offices and like you said, you know now there's there's eight doctors in Mexico and five out of those eight doctors started using my blend because I literally walked into the front door of the doctor's office and said, Hey, I'm Justin. I've got, you know, a, a psilocybin mushroom microdose product that I've, you know, experimented and tested. It's, it's properly dosed. I, all the mushrooms are cultivated in California and, um, and they were, you know, I had doctors literally tell me, I'm with a patient right now, but if you give me five minutes, I'll be right out to talk with you. Damn. You know, I mean, in the U.S., you to, to even get an appointment to talk with the doctor at all, generally you're paying or you have to make an res- appointment weeks out. Mm-hmm. I, I never imagined and I've never been received with so much openness and and willingness to work with this medicine and and underst- a, a com a mutual understanding hmm. of the benefits, you know, it's, it's, it's meeting people that are medical professionals that went to medical school that are thanking me because they've been looking for a source that's properly dosed and not just someone saying, Oh yeah, I've got, you know, this chocolate bar. I think it's this amount or that, you know, where, you know, the, the medical community are, are looking and they are, wanting to work with this and they do see it. And, and I truly believe even in the United States, they're just not willing, you know, it, it's not, you can't sneak around the system in the U S you know, yeah. the, these doctors, they've spent 20 years of their life to have this, to, to get their license. And I don't blame them. I'm not, I'm not wanting them to risk their, their career and their license for this, Right. but, but there needs to be a middle ground where we can, you know, talk about the benefits and, and, and promote it and educate and truly educate, but with real facts and real studies and, and numbers. And mm-hmm. for me, that's what drew me to, to psilocybin and mushrooms, because this is something that's working on a physiological level. Like this is a real, there's real benefits and, and we're, we're able to study and see the benefits on like a, a scientific scale. Yeah. And that's what needs to happen if we want something like this to be able to to become accessible is yeah. we need studies we need numbers and as much people oh numbers numbers this numbers that we need to know what dosage of medicine is is curing people that have been diagnosed with depression right. what medicine what dosage is is helping people that have been diagnosed with anxiety mm-hmm. diagnosed with diabetes i mean this goes more than mental this goes into physical ailments too right. Well, I think you made a you made a really good point about the Western doctors. You know, it's like, uh, you know, so um, you know, we'll get to this later. But my mom's battling cancer right now, and you know, being this is the first time I've I've had a big dramatic medical experience. You know, my dad passed away a number of years ago, but it wasn't you know a long term thing. But you know, so my mom's had cancer now. We've we found it in February, so it's been about you know eight months or so. Okay. And um, and just just hearing doctors not even speak to you, don't even want to look at you sometimes when they're delivering the information that only the information that they can. Right. And so, you know, so that our, 
it, the, you know, like the, what we used to call bedside manner is completely gone now because, you know, uh, especially in the West, you know, people are so happy. So people get sued left and right. So I can, under, like you were saying, I can understand doctors' apprehensions for wanting mm-hmm. to convey information that might be sensitive. But yeah. we're to the point now where doctors are so afraid to even look at a patient, let alone touch a patient, you know, so offering some kind of uh, experimental you know, medicines, it's like, don't even, don't even get started with that because yeah. our, our Western medicine, medicine system is all fucked up anyways. But I think that, you know, the more uh, regular usage of this, you know, especially in places like Mexico, which is, you know, a, a huge population of people that have just a m- bit more open mindedness about medicines. Um, sure. We're finally finding things that can help us kind of cure shit, right? With plant medicines, yeah. you know, yeah. and, you know, in a way, you know, I don't know if doctors really understand this, but there's got to be something playing in the psyche of the doctors that just constantly hand out these lifetime prescriptions, knowing that they're not going to help this person. They're not going to cure this person. Yeah. If anything, it's adding more side effects. Most of the antidepressant and anxiety medicine out there adds weight to our body because it, it shuts oh, our metabolism down, you know, and then, you know, and when people don't feel comfortable with their body, that causes depression and anxiety, you know? And the so cycle you're, never ends. Right, you know? And then they get prescribed something else because they're not feeling good. So now they're on a mood. And then next thing you know, they're on 10 medicines. Right, you know? It's like, yeah, this huge cocktail of medicines that you don't even realize how you're on that. But now we're right. finally coming up to these compounds that, you know, like with Ibogaine, for example. Ibogaine has like, what, 55% success rate with curing people from opiate disease, opiate addictions. Huge. Yeah, that's huge. huge. The best we have in the States is 22%. And that's very right. iffy at best. And that's with a lot of yeah. other drugs being introduced that's to you. That's right? That's that bad. Yeah. You know, you have two, three, uh, uh, you know, sessions with Ibogaine and the people that I've talked to and the people I've listened to can, they say that they can feel the spirit of that medicine prying the addiction away from their individual cells. Right. And that's like a universal story that a lot of people have said. And that's, that's a beautiful experience, you know, and that's not something you have to take every single day. You're not constantly having to be on methadone or oxy, you know, suboxin or something like that. You're completely done with opiates, you know, and that's, that's, I think that's actually kind of scary to the mass medical system, you know, because we're not, we're not set up to have cures, you know? Yeah. All of this, all of this for me, you know, I'm not worried about, I'm not worried people. Oh, you're, you're, you're doing what in Mexico? Aren't you worried about the cartel? And like, I'm not worried about any, you know what I'm more worried about than anything is the United States government. Yep. Pharmaceutical, the pharmaceuticals shutting this kind of stuff down and, and yeah, like you said, like, yeah, we're not supposed to have cures for the, these things. We're not, not, and not only that, but we're, the Western system is set up to actually provide medicine to people sick. Right. So not only do we not have, we don't have cures, but we actually, the medicine that we're giving people that's maybe going to cure them is, is never curing them and it's making them sick, yep. sicker. And, and it's like you said, these doctors, they can't even look patients in the face and, and the reality is that there's so much fear, I think, that's been put into the, into, their, into the Western medical system that there could be a doctor that in his head, he could know that much, you know, he could know, he could even have a, like a, a case where someone cured something with mushrooms, but he can't even say that. He wouldn't even, you're not even allowed to say, well, you know, you, so even... Even if there's medical doctors that, and there are, I'm sure, that mm-hmm. know the power of these mushrooms, and then I'm not even talking about just psilocybin, but just natural mushrooms right. that that can cure and heal. I mean, there's cases and stories. For example, Paul Stamets. You know, oh yes. The, the whole the, the infamous story of his mom, and you know she was diagnosed with stage 
three breast cancer, six to eight months left. And in basically in that moment, he took her off of all of her chemo medication, all of it and said, okay, well, if six to eight months, what's the point? Right. Why are you going to be in pain? And loaded her with turkey tail mushrooms, only turkey tail mushrooms. Like eight to 10 years later, she was cancer free. Wow. After she was, you know, it was a six to eight month thing. And wow. And so that was like, that's kind of, that was his motivation. That, that's like his story. And, and for me hearing that, it's like, okay. So that was enough to motivate me to look into it more. Mm-hmm. I had been prescribed, you know, I was one of those patients that before I knew it, I was on a mix of eight different medications for wow. anxiety, depression, sleep, because this isn't working, you know, mood, everything. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I don't want to be on this shit. Mm-hmm. I want to get off. And then you try and it's, oh, okay. Whoa. It's almost suicidal it's, when you get off that yeah, shit. Exactly. Yeah. You know, not only that, but you're, you're physically, you know, I had seizures uh-huh. trying to come off of this stuff and lo and behold, the doctor, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's a side effect. <laughs> and it's, oh. so, so it's not even strange, you know, and, and this is, so for me, it was like, okay, my mission was to get off of this stuff. I didn't think it was possible, mm. you know? So, so I'm experimenting with all this stuff after about six to eight months of taking this blend that I have now, this, this 11 ingredient blend of, of mushrooms and superfoods, you know, I had completely gotten off of all of my pharmaceutical medication that I'd been trying for years. And even so, you know, the first year that I had experimented with microdosing, I was not able to, to get off of all these medications until I basically dialed in this, this mix, this, this blend. And, and I, I don't even think I could tell you a hundred percent physiologically, scientifically what this blend is doing different than, you know, if you were to take one of these ingredients out, but what I can tell you is that the success that I had personally was enough for me to have friends and family ask me, what are you doing? Wow. What, what is going on? What did, did you go and are you, did you do a retreat? You know, it was like, it was an obvious, it was that obvious that friends were asking. And I started basically saying, no, not at all. But I came up with this blend of medicinal mushrooms and I, there's, there's three superfoods and eight mushrooms basically mm-hmm. in this blend. And, um, Naturally, friends of mine, you know, and I'm in a very like-minded community and well, I would love to try it. You know, let me, let me, I would love, I would love it. Let me try, let me try. And started giving out samples here and there and, and every single one of them came back and it was, this is incredible. I'm not sure what you've come up with, but you're right. Like this is, this is change. This is an, an incredibly profound healing that's happening with me. And, and it's been a week. You know, and, and, and it was just this nonstop for my friends of, I've been trying to, to get off of, uh, I've been trying to get off of my anti-anxiety medication for four years. And, and now after three weeks of, of this blend, I'm completely off and I feel great. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I haven't drank alcohol since I started and I didn't even want to try to quit alcohol, you know, and just things that are coming to me where I'm very quickly realizing the the potential of this, you know, and, yeah. and not only that, but when you have someone come to you and tell them, tell you that, that a, a, a blend of natural medicines, natural herbs, mushrooms that you've created has now has changed their life dramatically. People, 
you know, and, and it, and it was just pretty obvious that it, it was a route that I needed to explore. And I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with this and, and, and take it and take it further. Didn't have any idea what I was doing. You know, I was like, all right, well, I don't really know what to do, how this looks to, to start this, but I guess, yeah, I'll start, you know, I was still in cannabis industry, mm-hmm. um, you know, still full time in the cannabis industry, but, but growing mushrooms on the side and, you know, starting my mushroom lab and, yeah, and, and quickly, you know, it's just started to evolve and, and, um, and I came to Mexico for vacation, Yeah, you know, and now I ended up here. left. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I came here for vacation and I had, this was in the very, very beginning of the business. You know, I had, I think I had just came up with the business name and, it, but I had people asking me naturally when you travel, people generally ask you, Oh, what do you do? You know, how you're traveling, you know? And so in that moment, I basically decided to switch. I was like, I'm not in cannabis anymore. I'm, I'm in mushrooms. Mushrooms are my, I'm, I'm healing with mushrooms. And until I kind of committed to that full time, I wasn't seeing the, the outside benefits. So it was like the mushrooms were waiting for me to commit fully to them before they kind of opened up. And it was in that moment where it was just like everything changed. I mean, I, I committed to that, came here and, um, started getting people samples, you know, here you can try it. And before I left, I, you know, I was here for a month and I brought, I think 200 capsules, which is not a lot at all. You know, now I'm selling three to 500 capsules a day. Good for you. you know? Hell yeah. Um, so it was, it was very much, you know, and, but every one of everyone that I gave capsules to came back to me to try to, you know, procure a, a full treatment or some, you know, some sort of a, you know, a, a much more than just a few capsules. Hmm. And, and in that I had a, a Bufo ceremony, five MAO DMT ceremony that, you know, in, in, at the end, towards the end of this trip. And in that ceremony, it became, it was just the clearest message in the world that I needed to be back in Mexico and that I was, I was here spreading the, the mushroom medicine in Mexico and that, that these doctors needed me and that, that I was going to be fully supported the whole way and flew back to the U.S., sold everything in my house, sold 200 house plants that I had. I had a house plant industry. Um, sold my brand new truck that I had bought, exchanged it for a 2007 Toyota Sequoia. Okay my car up with my 110 pound Rottweiler and drove to Mexico, drove to Tulum. Wow. Did a five week road trip through Mexico, basically launching the, the business and the brand and, and was going door to door to rehab facilities, retreat centers, holistic doctors. So and really yeah, guerrilla marketing just out there. Really pounding the heat. Yeah. You know, but but at the same time doing it very professionally. And I was, you know, I, I printed brochures and I was walking into doctor's offices. I wasn't, you know, a lot of people are like, you just went to the max where you just on the beach selling mushrooms. I'm like, no, <laughs> like, not at all. You know, there are people that are doing that. They don't last very long here. You, you know, Yeah. my main thing coming here was keeping it medicinal, keep it this away, you know, keep it, keep it medicinal. And, um, a, a, a lady overheard, heard me, in, in Cabo San Lucas on the beach, 
explaining to someone that was wanting to get high hmm. from my product that it was not a product to get high. I was explaining the whole, the microdosing and, and the benefits and that, you know, it, it, if you're trying to get high, this defeats the purpose and that this, that's not what this medicine is. And at the end of the conversation, I hear a voice you know, an elderly woman, sorry, to, uh, you know, eavesdrop, but I overheard you talking about mushrooms and, you know, I'm a neuropsychologist and I own a uh, cognitive rehab facility in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, and I work with CBD and alternative medicines. And I've been looking for a microdose product for the last two years to use for my patients. I would love to collaborate with you in, in whatever way possible. When you get to Puerto Vallarta on your trip, can you please come and and see me and, and chat, you know, I want to do whatever I can to help you with this. And, you know, so, so we get to Puerto Vallarta and, and meet with her and, and this, you know, Marine Mimi Priestley, she, she has a, a cognitive rehab facility called Pasos Adelante hmm. in Puerto Vallarta. Incredible, incredible woman. Um, she was the first basically doctor to, to take on this medicine and, She's like, however many bottles you have ready, I want them all right now. You wow. know, she knew I was on this road trip and, and, and she really helped me out. Connected me with six of the eight doctors that are using this, these, the capsules right now as in, has brought me into to expos, plant, you know, alternative medicine um, expos in Puerto Vallarta. And she's using this to treat a range of issues going from stroke recoveries, epileptic seizure patients, traumatic brain injury recovery, wow. um, cancer patients, adolescents with autism, high functioning mm. autism. So she's using this on a, she's kind of, she's going on a more using it to heal things, to, to, to heal sicknesses, not, you know, obviously for, for mental and emotional issues, but her route was more, no, this is, I mean, this is a cognitive rehab tool. And she has found enormous success in the last year and a half with this blend to treat basically any and all cognitive issues from Alzheimer's, you know, like I said, stroke recovery, epilepsy, traumatic brain injury, but, but more than any of that, it's, it's um, autism mm -hmm. and, and high functioning autistic patients that are antisocial, you know, or, or completely, completely antisocial, but more than that are, are not, I don't want to say mean, but yeah, they're, they're not, they don't welcome people into their, into their social circle at all. You know, right. it's, it's the kind of people that if you, you know, are in there, you bump into them, it's, they're, they're angry. They, and, and she's obviously using, um, using it and on her own, protocol and diagnosis you know what right. i mean she's a neuropsychologist she works with a team of psychiatrists and psychologists um but she's even using it with adolescents that have adhd wow in, instead of instead of the adderall, adderall and, and yeah. meth, basically yeah. that kids are being prescribed totally and and of course mushrooms and kids like that's a parent you know that's a that's a big taboo right there is to try to get parents to agree to something like that but right but that's the reality is that, that microdosing can be used for pretty much ev everyone. You know, it's not, it's, it's for the doctor, it's for the lawyer, it's for the, the yogi, it's for the police officer. It's not just for someone that's on this spiritual path. And, and that's, you know, what, 
I've seen more than anything of, of these doctors in Mexico and this diverse, the diverse potential of, of this medicine, you know, the, the mushrooms and, and what they're able to, to heal and yeah. to cure. Yeah. You know, I even go as far as saying cure. Right. You know, and to your point about the, um, uh, you know, some, some people are very, you know, like I'm only going to do things that are legal. I will not touch anything yeah. illegal. Um, so up in Washington, about a year ago, plant medicines were finally decriminalized. And, yeah. uh, there's a woman, um, that I've had my podcast a couple of times. Her name's Leo Russell. And she, uh, she's, she was one of the big people behind the decriminalization of mushrooms in this area. And, uh, but so she started two companies, two nonprofits, one's called the Ethnio Society of Washington, and it okay. caters towards people that, you know, would more like, you know, like, like you and I, like Mm. Definitely, uh, you know, all about plant medicines, about the journey, about, yeah. uh, you know, all that stuff. So, you know, their websites like Alex Gray, Fractal Art, you know, all this stuff, okay. stuff like catering towards people that, that know already about it. Yeah. And then she started another company called the Adapt Society of Washington. And uh, that one is geared more towards people that are law abiding and that just like uh -huh. things need to be legal. So that their websites, a lot of the scientific backing, it's very like business oriented and, and all this stuff. And even though she's creating a lot of work for herself, trying to put on these two images she's also through this work she's catering to both sides of the, the coin right because everybody would benefit from this medicine you know and, you know so it's just it's presenting the package in the way that people can ingest it so that they can they can feel confident in the information that they have right yeah. and so like i think that's a big thing is like like you were saying police officers lawyers doctors kids right there's so many benefits for this medicine it, we just we're, we're slowly chipping away at the tabooness of mm -hmm. the macro dosing and when kind of like you mentioned Timothy O'Leary earlier, you know, Timothy O'Leary. Yeah. He got a little crazy with his evangelicalness and be like, everybody needs acid. Let's all get yeah, fucking, you know, you know, and that scared a lot of people. And, you know, it kind of maybe put us back a little bit, but you know, we're at a place now where I think the consciousness is a little more understanding. We're all searching for something that is going to make us feel better. And you mentioned exactly. that earlier. It's like, you know, we're, we're all trying to find the best way to make ourselves happy, to make our families happy, to let us feel safe. And when we can start to find these compounds that, that really, um, accompany that mission, then, you know, why, why get in the way of that? You know, you know and, uh, and it's just, it's just, just to touch base. I think uh -huh. it's huge. The, the whole to to cater to the, to both sides, because that's the biggest thing is getting this, the law abiding. Cause we can flip the one side and we, you know, we can get them all on board. And like I said, all my friends, I didn't even have to do anything to get them on board, you know, like that, you know, and that's great. But it's it's that it's the law abiding. It's the the baby boomer generation that are, oh, what is the you know, and like those are the people that as much as, you know, you don't want to maybe, I don't know, align yourselves with that's that's the group that's going to have the biggest impact, though, because those are the ones that are like, whoa all these people, they would have never done any of this. And now they're potentially thinking about doing it. So it must be more than just a, a spiritual woo woo, you know, um, kind of myth or like, if you believe it enough, it'll work, you know, right. and where, you know, and, and I try with my Instagram to, to do that. I try to, to cater to, to everyone. And, and basically like, if you see my Instagram, it's, it's mainly just, it's facts, it's studies, it's, it's information, it's Newsweek articles, it's, mm. it's Times Magazine articles, it's, it's basically just education and information that's right in your face that you can't deny. You, it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter if you're law-abiding or not, 
you can't deny a Johns Hopkins $50 million study that has said that 85% of people that took psilocybin have quit drinking. Right. No, it's, it's, and, and, you know, like my, my, my dad, for example, is falls into this generation that it, it doesn't matter what or how well something works. If a doctor doesn't say and give it to him, nope. But then on the other hand, it doesn't matter how detrimental to his health it is. If a doctor says take it, he takes it. Right. You mentioned something earlier about uh, with with just just now with drinking and people you know being able to quit drinking with with psilocybin. Um, I don't know this this might be common knowledge, but um, the so Bill W. who started uh, the AA program back in the what the forties and fifties. So when he was still developing the AA program, his biggest medicine that he was utilizing was LSD. And he was okay. a big, big proponent for utilizing LSD to get people to quit drinking. And one of the the, the bases behind his research with this is that it, and this is macrodosing, not microdosing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but what he found is it, it it gave people that that moment of clarity, that moment of understanding that there's something bigger out there for them to live for. That's not just drinking their depression away or killing themselves. Yeah. There's like a family. There's a reason. There's a higher power. But it it induced that that state of consciousness to that, that to know that there was something bigger out there but then you know LSD went its route and it became illegal so he had to step away from it but a lot of the success that AA had in the very beginning was based off people macro dosing with LSD you know and so just to hear that that's being looked yeah. at again to come back into the the forefront because we we don't know we, like we don't know what these compounds can help with i had a exactly. guy i had a guy on my podcast a while back um Darren McRae um episode number 45 but he oh. so he found success macro dosing with psilocybin to manage his parkinson symptoms ah, so this guy had know. so he had parkinson's so bad he couldn't breathe he couldn't take a deep breath oh. um self admittedly when he when we talked on the podcast he would say that after he used the bathroom he'd have to take a full shower because of how much shaking that he would have right and so one day he was actually uh, he's from spokane washington he had a um a cannabis company called Spoke Cannabis, and he okay. was having a party for one of his, uh, you know, holiday party for his uh, employees, and you know he brought a bunch of mushrooms around so everybody could have a good time. He ended, he said he ended up taking uh, three and a half grams, so an eighth of mushrooms, and uh, and he said once they started to kick in, he took a full deep unlabored breath, and he wow. said it was the first full breath he'd taken in probably five years. And so for him, he accidentally stumbled upon this thing that helps him now manage his Parkinson's symptoms. So wow. I think he said about three to five times a day, he takes anywhere from three and a half to five grams of mushrooms. So those are big doses of mushrooms. Three to five times a day? Three to five times a day. He says he takes per day. Per day. And he's been doing it now for, I think, 15 years. And wow. he's able to like have full conversations. He's able to like hold, he's has a YouTube channel. He's, he's a big con conservationist. He's uh he's got this big thing about trees and how, but he's able to do the work that he's, that he was put on this earth to do unencumbered by the Parkinson's because of With the macro, macro dosing mushrooms. Wow. And it's, so he's, it's he's fully functional basically, but in under the influence of macro doses of psilocybin. Yep. Yeah, so that, that's what, I, so that, oh, that's, that's an incredible. It's that's incredible. 
that's yeah. wild. And like he's got he's got um, videos on his YouTube channel that show him, you know, before ingesting mushrooms, and you can yeah. see how how movable he is. And then watching him eat the mushrooms, and then time lapse, you know, 15, 20 minutes after they kick in, his hand goes very stable. And his one of his things that he shows is that him trying to smoke a pipe, you know, with uh, before the mushrooms, and he can't even get the flame to the pipe. But after oh. the the mushrooms kick in, he can calmly get that flame to the pipe and smoke and just be, you know, be a functional human being in this society. And, you know, so things like that, I mean, like we've had luck with, like you were saying, stroke, cancer, epilepsy, depression, anxiety, like there's a, there's a laundry list of things we already know that these compounds are, are helping us with, but what do we not know? You know, how do we not know? And I think you, you said something too about commitment. Like when we commit to the medicine that we're taking and we create that relationship, then it deepens the ability for that medicine to do the work that it needs to do because then, you know, the intention is set. It understands the intention. It understands the journey that it's trying to help you on, you know, and that, like with that, that means, you know, to me, you know, mushrooms are smart, right? They're, they're very brilliant, you know? And so when we're ingesting this, 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 uh, consciousness into our body, it's going to start working with our physiology and finding out like, okay, what do you need me to do? Yes, yeah. I can, I can increase your consciousness. Yes, I can yeah. decrease your depression, but what else do you want to do? Is there inflammation in your left knee that I can help with? Cool. I'm going to make my way down there and get that inflammation yeah. out for you. You know, and that's that, that beautiful relationship. And then, you know, we step into this together with this plant medicine. And then, you know, we all, we also feel more connected to humanity, to nature, to the world. And then there's like a more altruistic kind of way of, of presenting yourself to this world. You know, like one of the things for me, like I had to step away from my corporate work when I started microdosing and macrodosing because I knew how toxic it was then. I knew how bad it was for me and I didn't think I could make an impact on it. So I just, I decided to step away from my, you know, comfortable six figure income and insurance and all the check boxes that we know Western fucking males will look for and entering into an energetic world where, you know, it's not as regular, it's not as structured, but I'm so much more happier and I feel like I have a place now and I feel like the medicines that I'm working with feel like they have a place that they can start to work with me in a deeper level now too. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that the, the gratitude, like the appreciation that you see and like, it just, you know, I mean, it, like I said, for me, yeah. I mean, if someone comes to me and tells me that their life has been dramatically changed from something that I've done or, or given or created, you know, even if it's one person, that, you know, come to me like you have changed my life like that. That's enough for me to keep going with what I'm doing. And, and that is why I keep doing it because it's, and until I, I don't continue to see that this is dramatically impacting people's lives, I have no intention to, to slow down on, on this mission, you know, and, and like you said, it's, I mean, it, it's incredible. And, and yeah, it's especially in the in the beginning. It's kind of that whole, you know, you you, you commit. You're it's, it's kind of leaving one world, committing to another. But you're committing to something that, if you truly are committing to it and trusting in it, there's there's so much support from the energy within this this type of work that you know we're we're supported and we're seen and you know we we're, we're supporting each other. And and I think you know the if you're committed to this type of work, whether it's plant medicine or yoga or energy or, or any or all of the, the, the above, you know, there's a level of, of understanding and, and, um, you know, just, I guess, understanding that it's forever, 
it's a forever journey too. And that, that, you know, it's, but, but it's exciting because it's like you said, what, what else, what now, what, right. what's more? Like I took this journey. I started this journey five years ago to get off my antidepressants and anti-anxieties that happened four years ago, you know? So that happened and then it's like, Oh, okay. And it doesn't stop. It's not like you do one thing. Okay. That was it. Mm-hmm. No, you know, we're, we're able to continue the the relationship and, I've yet to see um, the limits, yeah. to be honest, you yep. know, and that's what excites me more than anything is that, you know, from, you know, I've had a fair share of experience in this, in this world. And I feel like I'm the very bottom of the, of the, the rope, you know, looking up at this, this, but it comes so natural. And I think once you've started, it's more of just, you just go with it and, mm-hmm. um, you know, for, for, for me with the microdosing, you know, as long as I can continue to inform people and educate people and, and talk openly about it. And, you know, all I like to do is just let people know how amazing and awesome it is really, yep. you know, when you can talk with the kind of passion, when you truly believe in something, it's pretty contagious, you know what I mean? And it doesn't matter who you are, you know, anyone that's truly passionate about something, when you hear them speak about it, it draws you in, yes. you know? And, and I'm passionate about something because it's changed my life on a huge scale. And like I said, I was expecting 100% that I was gonna need professional, you know, tr- medical treatment to be able to come off of all the, the prescription drugs and or that it would just never would happen. Right. You know, it's kind of the whole case of if I did that, then man, let's, let's go. Hell yeah. And I think, you know, what I, what I'm really interested to see is uh, the, the long-term effects of what this support and this intuition and this, this intention really does, you know, because if we're seeing these beautiful effects so far on these mainstream things that, that the medical industry has had the hardest time trying to, trying to get their handle on for the long time. And we're starting to see, you know, a lot of success with these, these, um, these symptoms, you know, the deeper the support and the deeper the respect for this medicine that, and the more people that utilize it and find the deepness of that respect, you know, mm. what is that going to unlock with the, with the medicine? You know, once it understands that we fully are vested into this medicine and we respect it and we honor it, and we cherish it and we, re- we love the information, we love the relationship, what else is going to unfurl with us? As our consciousness becomes ready to accept and understand that, it's like, oh, cool. All right. So the mass is here now. Let's unlock this thing thing now and then all yeah. of a sudden this new thing happens with these mushrooms and it's like holy jesus christ you know and there's and that's you know we can grow these things in our backyard you know these are things that are like they're not you know they don't have to be these these taboo things that we've decided and then <laughs> we can get a whole nother conversation of how a lot of this stuff became taboo the cannabis industry the psilocybin yeah. you know, it's hallucinogenics but you know the fact that we're finally digging our way out of this bullshit you know from the 90s forward we're finally getting to a place to where you know like you were saying reputable um, you know places like University of Michigan is doing a, a doing an intense study on androgynous DMT understanding okay. how it yeah oh, it's beautiful wow. so they uh, they're doing a study now where because we have, you know, androgynous DMT is the DMT that we create within our bodies. Yeah. Um, it's rumored to be, you know, kind of centered in the pineal gland. And a lot of the the uh, the past information that we've had was that um, 
DMT helps us with our dream state, right? But if they only found the tracest amounts of DMT in our system at any point in time. And so what they're finding now through this study in University of Michigan is that uh, DMT levels in our body are equivalent just to a lower level, but equivalent ratio-wise to like serotonin, dopamine, all these brain chemicals that are on a regular basis. But what they're understanding is that DMT metabolizes super quickly. So they can't, that's why they can't find it in our bloodstream all the time. Okay. So now some of the hypothesis they're coming up with this, and this is what fucking, this is what amazes and really intrigues me is that yeah. what they're thinking now is that the DMT in our system is utilized on a regular basis to decode and to under, to help our bodies filter out the world that we don't understand and give us what the information is that we do understand. Like this is my yeah. phone this is a pen. Yeah. I don't see the spirits that are flying around out there because my yeah. body and consciousness doesn't understand that. So the androgynous DMT filters that shit out. And then, but when we enter into our hallucinogenic states, when we take macro doses, it messes with that androgynous DMT and it kind of pushes that out of the way. So then we can really truly see the real world as it truly is unfiltered. Yeah. That fucking blows me away to think that like, look at it like that. So that it's not that. So not most people think when you, when you trip, you're seeing basically like that's, not i'm trying to think of the best way to say it but it's almost like reverse of what people think like what we see when we're tripping is actually the reality yeah exactly that's everything but we our bodies naturally already have a filter because it'd be too much for people to handle exactly exactly Uh we'd be in fight or flight all the time because we wouldn't be able to comprehend what's going on but the fucked up thing is i mean pretty much we're all in fight or flight all the time now the the way our society is set up you know our 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 parasympathetic nervous system is not ever kicking in until we like Uh sleep and maybe and that happens you know so for for some people yeah it's 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 wild where what we've come to now with the fight or flight and over the last couple years especially you know the whole other pandemia and oh yeah oh yeah it's been a trip i mean i think it's been the best thing that could happen for for you know this this movement of of medicine and and whatnot and and yeah i mean we just hope it it keeps moving forward but with the kind of the, the caution and and intention that it it seems to have as opposed to um you know just corporations coming in and, and taking complete control yeah you I know, think that's one of those things we got to watch out for with the the whole yeah. legalization versus decriminalization you were talking yeah. about earlier. Like you said, at the same time, yeah, for me, the the, the more people, the better. I mean, I, I don't think there's anyone that wouldn't benefit from, from this type of a treatment. You know, I, I truly don't believe that there's someone that would be worse off right. from, from this type of a treatment. And right. not only that, but yeah, like you said, the 1%, I mean, I, I just can't even imagine what would, what would come if, if, we could switch on to, to even just microdosing, you know? Mm-hmm. So where's your, uh, where's your journey taking you now? What's, what's uh, the next, you know, next step for you in this, in this yeah, beautiful so journey I mean, you got? I mean, right now I'm in, I'm in Tulum. I actually just, just bought a house here with my girlfriend um, in the last six months or so. Oh, yeah. But I, it, it's, it's not my forever home. I mean, I continue, my plan right now is actually to, to take this and, 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 and try to set up a market and, as many places as I can, you know, so I, I have the mushroom lab, all the mushrooms are grown in California in a, in a lab in Humboldt County. And I've got someone that takes care of production and distribution for me in the U S mm-hmm. 
up here in Mexico doing more of the working with doctors and, you know, going a bit more open and legit route. And I mean, right now I'm, I'm taking it day by day, you know, I'm, I'm obviously watching the status of things in the U S with legalization and decriminalization, but I'm, you know, networking, connecting with more and more doctors every day down here, you know, reaching out, you know, doing talks, putting, you know, events, you know, this Friday, I have a, a talk for, I'm doing a talk for 40 senior citizens. Oh, wow. Yeah. That turned on to this because they have one of their friends got prescribed my medicine from a doctor here in Playa del Carmen in Quintana Roo for early onset Alzheimer's for mm. basically dementia type symptoms and brought a brochure and, and showed a brochure to her friend and her friend reached out to me and was like, I need you to come and give a talk. I have so many friends here that, that all need to hear all about this medicine, but we have no way to, to inform them and um, setting up and we'll go in and talk to them and kind of give a little informational, educational speech. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I'm actually going to Costa Rica for a few weeks here and, uh, next week to go meet with a friend of mine down there that has, um, he's got like an agriculture ego, eco farm, sustainable eco farm and surf camp hmm. down there. So I'm actually going to go down there and, and basically try to open up the market in Costa Rica. Yes, please do, and, man. Please do. Oh yeah. Just kind of keep traveling as much as I can. And, um, but at the same time, you know, basically now everywhere I travel is, is to basically bring, bring the medicine and, and kind of open up markets there. And I'm, I'm trying to pick, you know, spiritual hotspots, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, you know, places that are a little bit more open to this. And, and yeah, right now my mission is just to educate and get this medicine into the hands of as many people that truly want it. And, you know, I'm not here to convince people that don't want it, right. that they need it, you know? So I'm not the kind of person at all. If someone tells me that they don't want it or they don't believe in it, I, that's the end of the conversation for me. I, that's fine with me. I don't take offense to it, mm -hmm. but I'm not trying to convince people, you know, I'm just trying to offer it, have, you know, offer access and, and offer knowledge and, and experience and, and, and just telling people what I've seen and, you know, stories and, you know, I'm not trying, I'm, I'm not a doctor. Like I said, I'm not trying to tell people I'm curing them at all. You know, I just have come up with this blend that over the last two years, you know, I have seen from me and from, from everyone that's used it and, and, you know, the, the feedback that I've gotten that it's, it's, it's obviously it's working. It's a, it's a blend that's working on a, a huge scale, a huge degree of, of, um, mental and physical illnesses. And yeah. for me, it, I couldn't feel any better about it. And, and the results that I've seen and like, until I see other results, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep going forward and, and, you know, maybe in a two or three years, I'll be, I'll have a bigger voice in it and, you know, I won't have to hide in Mexico. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, brother, I'm, I'm honored to be, uh, be part of this journey with you and yeah, uh, give man, you a platform, man. This. Yeah. This is this great. Let's, let's stay connected. I have hours and hours and hours of content to talk about too. So oh. you know, we can, 
Yes, I, I have feeling that we're going to revisit this conversation. I would love to yeah. be a, a continued platform for you to spread your message. Absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly believe in what you're doing. I, uh, I'm going to try to find a way to maybe get some of your uh, some of your medicine to, to my area to see if uh, yeah. how it works with where, me. Where are you located, actually? In Washington, in uh, the in Seattle area. Yeah. Oh, amazing! Perfect. Well, yeah. So we're we're based in Northern California in terms of you know everything in, in the state. So yeah, we can we can absolutely make that happen and. And then, yeah, you know, like I said, I've got my Instagram and and the Instagram basically is just me, you know, all day in, day out. I'm just scouring the Internet for new studies, new research, new articles, new universities that are holding studies. I'm posting information about studies that are open to the public for people to actually be able to participate if they want. So, you know, people can find an immense source of of data of research of information education through my instagram and my website Mm -hmm. i'm very accessible people reach out on instagram i'll be responding personally within 10 minutes um you know i've i've committed fully wholeheartedly and 100 percent to this mission you know in every every form and way possible so yeah you know never not working but at the same time i'm never working. Right. Know? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I can, on, I'll honestly say this, you know, any of the listeners out there, uh, it, when somebody offers their information, take them up on it because that is a, that is a genuine wholehearted offer. And, yeah. uh, and I've, I've perused your, your Instagram and it's such good information, man. And it's, and it's the beauty is it's non-biased information. You know, it's coming it's from like, it's coming it's from non, like, all of it is non-biased. Yeah. That, that was my biggest, my biggest intention. My, my first Instagram was shut down by Instagram about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And from then I was just, you know, just information, you know, that's it. I'm never, I, you will never see a post of me trying to sell right. any product. You're never going to see anything you know maybe i'll I'll put something you know when we hit seven eight thousand every thousand followers i'll do a promotion where you know we'll have discounts but but the 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 point of my page and and my mission is is education is inform is educate just spread this knowledge you know i people need to know what this medicine is doing and 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 you know I'm, i'm here and and i'm willing and honored to to be able to serve the community with this information and, and medicine. Well, I'm deeply grateful for your commitment, my friend, and I'm honored to talk with you. Uh, can't wait to have you back and, and uh, see what else you're up to in this world, my friend. I appreciate it. And, and, you know, send in love and energy for, for you and, and your, your family right now and, and hope everything flows smoothly with that. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate that yeah. love. All right, man. Yeah. We'll see you next time. All right. Much love, Adam. Much safe, love. safe travels. Have a good day. Thank you so much for spending time with Justin and I. Uh, please check out the show notes for any links uh, to Justin, to his website, or to the products that he is uh, utilizing. And uh, please like and subscribe to the podcast. Send it out to your friends. Um, good ways to get this information out there. Well, base and love. We'll see you next time.